Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Battleborn Batteries, the best name in the RV and marine industry. These lithium batteries are designed and assembled in the USA, backed by a 10-year warranty. The best solution for your battery anxiety. So go check them out at BattlebornBatteries.com. Whether your adventure is on the road, on the water, or off the grid, Battleborn Batteries keep you out there longer. You are listening to Beyond the Wheel, a podcast about the people and ideas that drive the RV community forward. Hi, everyone. Today, we have Nolan Mast from Roadmaster Active Suspension. Nolan tells us about the history of Roadmaster Active Suspension and how it was an idea that was originally created while the owners were driving on the rough roads of South Africa. The system is designed to add strength and stability to your vehicle at all times, towing or not without needing to make any adjustments after the initial install, which by the way is very easy and a good project for any DIYer. Nolan also talks about how the system has changed throughout the years and how they are keeping an eye on the automotive industry for changes. So before I tell you the whole story, let's get Nolan on here and get this episode started. Hi, Nolan, welcome to the show. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at Roadmaster Active Suspension? Sure. I'm currently the uh, lead at marketing at, at Roadmaster Active Suspension and been with the company for, for about 10 years. Originally from a small town in Northeastern Ohio, my dad, you know, was a, was a farmer. So that kind of led me into the direction of going into automotive and, and looking, you know, focusing on, on sports and that kind of thing. So I went to Mount Union College up in Northeast Ohio uh, with, a, with a major in uh, sports business interned with a few minor league and major league teams, ended up down in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, interviewed with Roadmaster Active Suspension primarily because kind of automotive industry would almost call it, call it cousins with the sports and um, outdoors type industry. So interview with the company, the owners of the company, Clive and Andrew Shevitt, it's great people and really working for a company with great people was at the top of my list. You know, when I was interviewing with, you know, several different companies, they hired me on in 2010, June of 2010 to be an account management position and the account management position. Really, we, uh, you know, focusing on working with dealers over the eight years that I was, uh, you know, in, in the account management position, uh, really got to talk to and, and kind of learn from the dealers and primarily their mom and pop shops, whether they're trailer dealers, hitch installers, truck specialty parts, garages, that kind of thing. So really got to, to um, kind of learn from them what, what they value the most, got to learn about the product from a, from a you know, technical aspect. The owner of the company um, had an engineering background, but um, I wouldn't consider, you know, especially in the, in the start, wouldn't consider myself to be, you know, overtly like automotive or super handy, that kind of thing. Don't have an ASC you know, certification or anything like that. But, you know, those eight years uh, talking to the dealers, you know, talking to customers, you know, in a small business like this, you know, you're, you're kind of 
you're kind of doing multiple different things. So you're, you know, you're onboarding new dealers, but then also at the same time, you're talking to customers that might have questions. Um, in 2018, I uh, had the opportunity to, you know, you kind of saw the kind of saw things shift a little bit. And we always uh, kind of geared towards the dealer channel and kind of relying on the the dealers, uh, local mom and pop shops that didn't have any sort of distribution or anything like that. So we kind of always, you know, relied on uh, working with the mom and pop shops to um, to really get them the information, educate them, and then relying on them to educate the customers. So 2018, obviously, you know, things have, have been changing and evolving from a business standpoint and and you know, everything being more and, and people getting their information from, from online sources. And we, we didn't have anybody specializing in that in 2000 or at that, at that time. So, you know, kind of took kind of my previous experience and in, in what I had done before and kind of what I focused on in college, put it together with, you know, what I learned uh, with the company over those eight years. And I kind of turned over into uh, leading the marketing here at Roadmaster Active Suspension. So that's where we are today. So I just got a quick question. Do you have a truck? Do you drive a truck? I do. Oh, great. Yeah. That's the qualification you need? I've got a 2017 F-150. Okay. It's the, it's the most popular truck on the road, number one, and then also that we fit. And and I grew up heavy guy. That's that's the thing. But I think the reason that you know I ended up with the Ford this time is because there's I had so much interaction with some of the guys on the forums with the F, like the F-150 form and, and some of the other ones out there. And so they weren't always like, they weren't always like positive things about the truck or the F-150, but I don't know, I just got to, I just got to really know the truck. And, and so I just, you know, figured out I would get an F-150. I love the way it drives. Well, I'm a Chevy guy and Kenny's a Ford guy. So yeah, I do not own a truck anymore. I used to have a, a Ford Ranger, but that was, oh, geez, like 15, 20 years ago. So I know trucks have changed a lot since then. <laughs> they have. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're almost like SUVs now. Everybody's got one. Oh, yeah. Crazy popular. When I had my truck, they were popular. I worked construction. We all had them in construction. But I think around that time is like when the general public started catching on to the idea of just how great trucks can be. You know, they're multi-purpose vehicles. You can use them as commuters. You can use them to go out and have fun. You can use them to get work done. So I, I like the the multi purpose of them. You had said that you, you've been with them for a little while. How old is Roadmaster Active Suspension? When, when was the company uh, first started? Yeah, so the company was started in, in 98. Uh, we've been in business for here in the States for 23 years. So originally, it came from South Africa, or the concept at least came from South Africa. And that's where the name Roadmaster came from, is um, Clive and Andrea owned the business. And they had a, a business partnership uh, with some folks in South Africa, and they had this concept. I you know, they had this concept come about because there were mail couriers that were working in the bush uh, of South Africa that were going on some some really rough roads and were having to make their deliveries. So they came up with this this mechanically active suspension system to really improve the ride quality and the handling of those vehicles. Now the suspension systems back then were a lot, or our suspension system back then uh, were about half the size of what we have now, Be because they weren't necessarily geared, uh, and and the purpose of them wasn't really to improve the load handling and and work on some of the heavy heavy loads. And also, those vehicles were much smaller over in South Africa. So they took that. They um, during that right around that time they were moving to the states. And Clive and Andrea owned an Amco transmission shop. 
during that time that they owned the, the transmission shop, they took the opportunity to take what they had and develop and, and to, to be able to retrofit. They, they did some research, you know, research and development. Every time they would have a Tacoma in there, an F-150 in here or a van or, you know, whatever it may be, they would look at it. They would look at the suspension systems and, and tailor the kits for the suspension for that particular suspension system. So that's how they began to be able to sell sell the product over here in the United States. Because while a there might be the same Ford Ranger or 2000 say um, or a 97 Ford Ranger here in the states, is doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the same part take the same part number as a 97 Ford Ranger in South Africa because they've got different uh, manufacturing facilities. They use different suppliers and that kind of thing. So. Uh, so they had to do all of that. And so they did all that in, in starting around 97, 98. So they made some kits available in 98. So that's really when when everything started here. And and uh, kind of the first, and I would say, 98 into the 2000s, their their target was more, they were, they were trying to find the right kind of niche and the right target, I think. And, and during that time, they were really going after it and working with a lot of the 12 and 15 passenger vans because... During that time, I mean, you would see you would see them anywhere, you know, everywhere. Church, you know, church vans. All the churches ran them for their youth groups. So at the same time, there was a high risk of rollover uh, because of they they had a higher center of gravity, the wheelbase, and then they had the overhang in the back, and so it led to a lot of instability once those once you load the all the passengers in there. You know, they did some independent testing and some research facilities, and it really showed the benefits. Uh, there, to this day, there's still videos out on YouTube uh, showing that testing on the, in, the independent uh, research facilities. And, and so they showed that to, you know, Salvation Army, and they showed it to um, some of the primary church um, insurance companies out there. That led to them recommending our product. So that's kind of how, during the 2000s, that was really the, the kind of the meat and potatoes of the business at Roadmaster Active Suspension. Uh, but then also they, you know, began to focus on... Um, and, and going after, you know, a lot of the mom and pop shops or the, you know, hitch installers and the specialty shops and that kind of thing. From there, I would say around 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, you started to see those kind of the uh, the van market kind of uh, dwindle away as they went to different setups. That's kind of when uh, we started to take our attention away from, from that market and go more towards and recognize how our product was a great fit for more your recreational type guys that are towing and hauling half ton trucks, three quarter ton trucks, that kind of thing. And then also we had begun to develop kind of a, a extremely positive reputation as you know the internet became more popular. And you know, the guys that had installed our product already, I mean, they would always be vocal about how great and, and how much they believed in our product. Obviously, you still have, you know, you still get a lot of people that you know, look at it and, and kind of think, well, what can that really do? There's still that segment, but really, you know, for everybody that's tried it, you know, so the internet really done great things for us during the 2010s, I think, and, you know, over the last 10 years and, you know, around 2012, 2013, on some of the forums, you start to see a lot of chatter about our product and the use for, uh, use for our product for axle wrap and wheel hop, that kind of thing. That kind of took another step because once it's on there, it's not anything that's led by us or, and, you know, obviously consumers know that, you know, some, a lot of stuff that you can't trust on the internet, obviously, but do your research that kind of helped us also looking to see what they value the most. And, and it was also right around that time that we went from 
our older style kit to an, and, and adjust it to a newer style kit to make it easier to install. And, and that that's also kind of helped us make big strides. Um, so so we've seen great growth over the last uh, two to three years, especially the last two years. Some exciting things coming here at, here at Roadmaster Active Suspension. So can you just tell us like at a basic level, what does the Roadmaster Active Suspension do? We manufacture one line of springs. Our spring uh, works like a big muscle. It attaches to the rear leaf springs and works like a big muscle to hold those leaf springs in a nice arch position. The more weight you put on the vehicle, the more our product is going to engage with your leaf springs to keep those leaf springs from, from flattening out. So we kind of the secret sauce is it's the variable rated tension coil spring that engages. So as you're putting weight down on the vehicle, our product is engaging to hold that, like I said, to hold that leaf spring in a nice arch position. So instead of resisting the weight at the frame of the vehicle, like think like an airbag setup or something like that, which everybody knows about, you know, it's been around for, for years and years and years. Again, our product is actually going to the source of the problem and, and working with the actual OEM suspension. You get a lot of additional uh, benefits, more significant and noticeable benefits when it comes to improving or reducing bounce, improving ride quality, improving the stability. Instead of just primary benefit being, you know, reducing that squat, it's more about the drivability and, and that aspect of the, the driving experience, really. So you're not removing anything off of the vehicle that you're adding the Roadmaster Active Suspension to? That's correct. So, you know, you see right over, right over my shoulder, you see, you know, that's our kit, basically, whatever you see in black. And, and, and so it just bolts on the existing leaf springs. Typically, for, for I would say probably 90% of the applications that are out there, this kit comes as a whole, fully assembled, it just bolts right on most of, you know, typically within about an hour to hour and a half installation for, for most, for nearly all applications, you're not going to remove everything or anything at all. You're just going to bolt onto the existing leaf springs. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of important factor. I think that's pretty cool that you don't, you're not replacing something. You're just adding to me almost that kind of strength. I like the fact that you kind of mentioned like a muscle, cause I can almost picture like your, your arm with your elbow joint and it's kind of just helping things along. You had mentioned a little bit ago about creating a, a second, maybe you used the word generation. I'm not sure to make it easier for installations. How many different variants have you guys gone through? Yeah, that's a great question. So originally back in uh, 2000, I'm sorry, 98, we had a kind of our first generation of kits and I wasn't here obviously, but we still have one or two of those boxes back here. And it's, I mean, it's just crazy when you lay, when you lay everything out compared to what we have now, I mean, it's just a night and day difference. The, the components that we used back then, you could probably still put them together and, you know, and, and fit it on a vehicle. They would work great, but it's not nearly what it is right now. A lot of it has to do with the spring is actually, it, it was much, much smaller. Output was much, much less, but also the components, they would come in the box, not fully assembled. So you would have to assemble, just like imagine over my shoulder, you've got, you know, it's multiple different components. So you would have to assemble all those different components. Everything was much, much smaller than that was our first generation Second generation, we beefed up the, the spring and the, the components and looks like much more similar to what you see on the screen, but there's a flat plate that fit in underneath the U-bolts. For half the country, it made it, you, you had to remove the U-bolts. So step back. So you would have to re remove the U-bolts in order to install our product and then put the U-bolts back on. And for half the country, that created a, a big issue if your truck was more than two or three years old, because you know, you live up north and 
and you get salt on the roads and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, your, your U-bolts would be, you know, rusted out. So you would for sure have to go to a shop almost, you know, almost assuredly have to go to a shop to have this installed. Um, our generation uh, during the 2000s, the second generation kit during the 2000s was much more similar to what you would, to the results that you would see of what we use today. The installation was, was much, much more different than in 2000, right around the time that I started in 2000, it was starting 2010, I believe it was the following year that we came out with what we see, what you see on the screen. This is our third generation kit, our easy install kit. The spring rate was the same as the previous generation, but the installation is much, much cleaner, uh, much more simple, and it's going to be, you know, lend itself to obviously shops. We, we still, there's still a lot. We, you know, have 700 plus dealers in the United States, but, you know, so shops can still install it, but, but it also makes it much, much easier for your pickup owner to uh, install the kit himself without having to, you know, do any, any sort of special tools. Kind of follow up with that. We've got multiple different size of springs as well. We've got a single X spring, which fits on your, uh, like your small Tacomas, Ford Rangers, S10s, you know, those types of vehicles. We've got a double X spring, which is our prime, I guess, used to be at least our most popular kit. And we would use on, you know, during the 2000s, like a, a lot of those vans. 2010s, we used a lot of the double X spring. And then 2012, we came out with a triple X heavy duty kit. Uh, with the higher spring rate, we have three generation of kits, which you'll see, which you know you can see on our website. But then on top of that, this same generation kit that we have now, we have a bigger, bigger, stronger, heavier duty kit available that was made available in 2012. I'm I'm curious too, Nolan, as you mentioned, like the different types of trucks. When a when a manufacturer comes out with a new redesign or a new truck or van or whatever that may be how long does it take you guys to be to be able to come up with something to fit their new design or it doesn't work that way is 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 normally that the chassis of a truck kind of the same all across the board yeah that's uh that's a good question it's a really good question so this year is uh, definitely more difficult because of covid and, and the manufacturers not getting the vehicles on the lot in the same manner as they did previously. So it's really hard to get our hands on a lot of these vehicles. Uh, I think it's a Toyota Tundra still is not on the lots. You can, I know you can order them as of the, you know, right now they're, um, I think they may be available sometime in April or um, end of March or April. But so this, this year is difficult to get our hands on some, but typically we will have parts ready and on an application list by end of the year. Really, it's just, you know, going to either going to uh, lots of the places here that we have relationships with and, and you know, getting getting underneath some of these vehicles or uh, working with uh, some of our dealers to get our hands on some. Just because like a manufacturer may make a cosmetic change on, on the look of a vehicle or a wholesale change on, a, on the look of a vehicle does not always mean that, you know, there's a change when it comes to our product. For example, this year, the F-150 they were using the same suspension package for orders that, that came through. Or if you went to if you went to a Ford dealer in, uh, say, November of 2020, and ordered an F-150, and you got it, say, within a month. I'm not sure how long it takes to get that vehicle to you, but if, say if you got it within a month, that's that suspension package was the exact same as the 2020. Everything else was the same, or I'm sorry, everything else was a 2020 package, but the leaf springs were almost like a runoff of the previous year. Now, fast forward about a month, 
and they changed the leaf springs to a parabolic spring, which is completely different. A parabolic spring was a single leaf, a mono leaf spring. You know, that kind of threw, threw us for a loop because, there, you know, nobody really had uh, their hands on that, on that style yet. But fortunately, even though it's a completely different le- uh, leaf spring, for our kit, it was actually the same, you know, it was actually, the, we took the exact same kit. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so there's there's some funkiness to it. There's times that kind of speaking to, I don't know if this answers the, the, the question exam, uh, exactly, but just kind of throwing some examples. I mean, back in 07, 08, Dodge, there were some uh, mergers going on with Dodge and Mercedes. And and we found that there were multiple different leaf spring pack setups on the Dodge 25 and 3500s. You know, some of them were the shackle, you know, within the same year make model, we found out there's different manufacturing facilities that these were being made at. So, you know, we had to have list different part numbers or different kits, which can kind of throw, you know, throw you for a loop. There can be a lot of different moving parts when it comes to the research and development of it. But Clive is the owner of the company and he's an, he's, um, an engineer, you know, he's an engineer by trade. He's got the engineering uh, personality and a lot of those traits of, you know, everything's got to be perfect. From a marketing standpoint, and obviously that's, uh, you know, sometimes they're, you know, because you want to go, 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 but, you know, he's he's that type of person and, and he's a kind of ingrained that with the guys that handle that side of things now. So I can see the benefits for somebody towing a fifth wheel where they are putting a lot of weight in the bed of their truck. Is this also beneficial for somebody towing a trailer? Yeah. I mean, that's the, somebody towing a trailer, uh, that's probably our most popular application. You'll see that the most probably, you know, for instance, we've got a customer gallery on our website and some of the most popular pictures and, and comments that, that you'll see on there that are sent to us by our customers are from guys towing trailers. And so, you know, first thing that we try to, and, and anytime somebody sends a, you know, email to us or a question to us, you know, weight distribution hitcher is, is always a, it's always a great way to go. We say definitely get a weight distribution hitch, you know, obviously depending on the trailer. Our kit also works in, in conjunction with very well in conjunction with the weight distribution hitch. You know, so sometimes what happens is that guys will, especially nowadays where, you know, the RV market is kind of exploding and and you get a lot of uh, Gen Xers and, you know, millennials that are now, you know, have young families and they may not always be savvy when it comes to, you know, having a mechanical mind or handy. So, you know, they'll look at a, they've got a truck going to, going to shop for a, a camper. You know, the salesman that, that's selling the camper isn't always honest with what your truck can handle. You know, they, they look at what the sticker says that the trailer is and, you know, and then what the truck says and, but that doesn't cover, that doesn't, you know, necessarily just because your truck is is rated for this amount versus vehicle weight rating is this or payload capacity is this and trailer is this doesn't always mean that um, your truck's going to be able to handle that or that at the very least it won't squat. There's a lot of times that even after you install a weight distribution hitch, you still can't get it right. And you still experience even after setting it up, you know, properly, you still a lot of guys will still either if it's over adjusted they experience a lot of sway because the the weight's off the back of the truck. And so they experience a lot of sway, but then when they try to adjust it properly, they're still too much weight, even though they're within the gross vehicle weight rating, the the truck suspension can be still be, you know, the leaf springs can be soft. That's kind of where we come into play is that 
works great, doesn't resist the frame in any way, still allows the springs to, to work like they're supposed to, but it just, you know, engages and, and a lot and, and gives you a lot more stability and handling when you're loaded with that, uh, loaded with that uh, travel trailer. Yeah, I was, we were going to ask you about the uh, weight distribution hitch and the, do you guys work together or are they just totally separate? So I'm glad you answered that the way you did because it sounds like they uh, increase the performance of each other kind of. Yeah, there, there are times that we always uh, recommend if typically somebody will have a weight distribution, the way it happens, we found the most is that somebody will already have a weight distribution hitch on their vehicle. They're still experiencing, you know, a bounce, a little bit too much bounce for, for their taste, or they're still maybe experiencing a little bit of squat. They've been through all the adjustments. And so they're still looking for more. So they'll come to us. And, and so usually the weight distribution hitch is already on the vehicle. And then so we always recommend walking through that weight distribution hitch installation process once again after installing our product. And that's probably going to take longer than the installation of our product. Yeah, Sean and I just uh, actually learned a lot about weight distribution hitch from a, a previous guest we had WaySafe on. And Sean and I did not realize that the distribution uh, hitch setup was just that, a process. Like yeah. we, didn't un- we didn't understand that it usually takes a trained professional to set that up for a customer. And then once they do it the one time, then they know how to do it a, a multiple times in the future. So I'm glad you you kind of echoed what they were saying that it is that is definitely a process and that it can be wrong and and everything. And I'm glad and like Sean said, man, you answered one of our questions. Will will your product work hand in hand with a distribution hitch to make it better? And my question now is I'm gonna have to reword it because originally I was going oh, to say Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> No, 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 this is actually perfect because I was going to say by having the Roadmaster active suspension on the truck or vehicle, whatever that may be, does it decrease the amount of comfort? But from listening to you, I would think it's actually the opposite. It increases the comfort and the drivability of the vehicle, it sounds like. Yeah, that's really what kind of sets us apart. That's that's the reason that a lot of customers love our product the most. And a lot of them, a lot of customers don't really believe it until they actually have it on or they kind of don't expect it. And it goes back to 25 years ago, the reason that the product was originally designed was to improve the ride quality and the handling, reduce bounce for vehicles that weren't necessarily loaded. So even those, those even though those springs were much lighter, you still get, now our springs are, you know, obviously much stronger. That variable rate still is, is working for you when you're not loaded. So we had comment after comment, you know, anytime that, you know, you, you see like, for instance, an ad in Facebook or, or something like that, if for, for people that have, you know, they'll leave comments just raving about the unloaded ride quality and the improved stability and the handling that they, that they love. They go through like switchbacks or, you know, going around a curve or a corner. It feels like the truck hugs the road much, much better is the best way I would have heard it. And the way that the, the ride feels is pretty distinct versus if you were to go around and add a leaf or an extra leaf spring or doing like maybe an airbag setup or something like that. And it's a good thing. And one of the things that you have to consider or people consider as they're starting to do research about, you know, some sort of suspension upgrade is, you know, the upgrade that you're putting on for 10%, you know, for you may tow or haul five or 10% of the time. 
And so the upgrade that you're putting on for that five or 10% of the time that you're actually driving your vehicle, it's going to affect some, one way or another, the other 90 to 95% of the time that you're driving your vehicle. So that's where our strength is. And, and, you know, for instance, if you, if you look at an airbag setup, if you get the whole kit and caboodle with the airbag setups, you know, they, they really work, but if you're going to spend the, you know, $1,200 for everything, there's also going to be maintenance, you, you know, it, it's not going to affect negatively affect unloaded ride quality when you're, you know, when you're not loaded, but there's also, you know, you've got to put air in, air out, you got to, there's some maintenance requirements to it. And, you know, if you, if you go with kind of a more traditional airbag setup, or I'm sorry, more traditional overload spring type setup, um, there's a lot of negative feedback a lot of times when it comes to the ride quality when, you know, when you're not loaded. So those are things that people want to think about because, you know, so many of the newer F-150s, the newer Chevy 1500s, they like drive like SUVs. So um, you want to be able to maintain that ride quality. And if you can get some improvement out of it, I mean, man, that's, that's why people rave about our product really. You know, obviously it works and it works extremely well when you're loaded, but it's that other 90% of the time that, that, that people end up loving our product really. I think I just had an aha moment when you were giving that answer as the, uh, for the active part of that suspension. So it works when you're under load and it works in just normal everyday use and you're not going under there and making any adjustments to this. That's thing. exactly you, right. You just set it up the one time you install it and then that's, that's it. You're, you're not tinkering with it anymore. Yeah. It's like the old, you know, infomercial set it and forget it. Right. You know, it's it load and road handling is going to be improved regardless, you know, without no maintenance, no adjustments. That's really the, the, the beauty, the beauty of our product. That's what people end up raving our product about. You know, that's what they rave about the most. Again, a lot of times it's not expected. Sometimes they do expect it because, you know, they may see other people um, talking about it. But the reason that people come to us to start typically is to eliminate the cosmetic sag that they see or the kind of the white knuckle driving that they feel when they're towing their RV. And then they end up, yes, it's going to, yeah, it's going to, you know, make a huge difference when it, and it's going to fix those, a lot of those issues. But then also, man, this is, it works great. We get guys saying that, Hey, even if I don't tow, I'm going to end up getting this for every vehicle that I, or every truck that I own that's got leaf springs. So. Yeah, I have a uh, Chevy 3500. It has, I guess they're called the overload springs. Yes. On the top. Will the product work with that setup or do you have to remove those overload springs? Yeah, so great question. So our product will work on those vehicles. The overload spring has to come off. This is one of the primary, and when we say, you know, we fit 80 to 90, 90% of vehicles, you know, it's a simple, easy installation. And part of the reason why our kit has become more popular on, you know, most popular on F-150s, aside from the fact they're more popular just in general on the roads, and, and we really try to, um, and so our happiest customers, you know, honestly are, are the guys with the half tons and three quarter tons. On the higher end of the spectrum, if you're towing, if you have a one ton truck and um, you have to remove the overload spring, you're taking a step back, obviously, in terms of strength and, and in your suspension and payload. If you put our uh, HD kit on, you're going to gain a little bit. Um, you're going to gain about 15, 20% over and above, you know, in strength over and above what you had before. And that's actually the, the whole reason that we came out with the HD kit back in uh, 2012 was uh, because more and more of those one tons came with that stock overload spring and, and really our standard duty kit wasn't given enough for, for, for those guys. So 
to go back to your to your question, yeah, you remove that overload, put our heavy duty kit on. It's going to give you a little bit, um, but really, if you're squatting with like a one ton truck and you've got a huge fifth wheel, uh, fifth wheel on or call hauler or car hauler or something like that, we'll recommend. We'll be honest. Hey, hey, on the high end of the spectrum right now with with our product availability, you are not going to um, you're going to be better served going with an airbag setup. And, and also with a what with a one ton like that with the when you pair our heavy duty kit or what we have available with a one ton leaf spring pack, the differences that you're going to notice in terms of what I just talked about with the ride quality and some of those other benefits are not going to be as noticeable. You know, look, you know, product for for 95 percent of the market out there that's got you know half ton three quarter ton trucks, great for us, but. You know, if you have like your, I saw, Sean, I saw pictures of your, of your, I think you might still have that truck that I think I saw and yeah. maybe on, on the, on the website. That's like an example. You, you may want to go, you know, you would want to stick possibly if you were squatting down a few inches, you probably want to go with an airbag. Now, the instance that you would, that our product would work great is if the reason that you wanted our product on that truck was just simply to get rid of excessive bounce that you're feeling. That's yeah, that's. That's what I hate about that. That's the only thing I hate about that truck is the bounce. I guess that's the downside of having those overload springs. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, depending on what your setup is, sometimes you might come down, you know, that you've got that snubber in the back. Mm -hmm. And so what happens sometimes is you come down on that overload spring and that could be part of the, part of the issue there. And so sometimes, you know, just honestly getting rid of an overload in, in and of itself can help, but you don't, wouldn't want to do that if, if you're towing something, obviously, yeah. uh, but you would want to, you know, so like that, that would be an example of where we would recommend our product. But there's a lot of times that we have to, if one of our dealers called up and said, Hey, we've got this customer, you know, we would talk to them just, what are they doing with the truck? You know, what are they looking to get out of it? And, you know, there were times that we would say, Hey, you're going to want to go, you may want to go you know, do something else, especially if they're, if they have a one ton truck and they're maxing out their truck, maybe even a little bit more on a, on a one ton with overload springs. And you're going to want to do that. We've, we'll have a short video series on our YouTube page coming out, um, sh- uh, showing the removal, what that, what that looks like, you know, removing the overload spring and, and installing our product. It'll be a three-part short series. We don't have a whole lot that's up out there uh, right now, educating customers about removing the overload spring. And that is something that um, you know, want to make a point of this year too, to come out with that stuff. So that, that stuff will be coming out in the next, um, maybe may out by the time that uh, this podcast shows. So. I, I think that says a lot about your company where you're, you're not trying to sell stuff that people don't need and will, will actually recommend a, another option if, if the product truly isn't going to work for them. So, so that's great. So we talked about travel trailers and fifth wheels, but what about like class B vans that are, you know, some of these have, they're pretty long hangover over the rear axle and would this be an option for them to improve their? Yeah. So class B's um, uh, we can. Okay. So one of the things that class B's and and the manufacturers will do, obviously they'll take the um, like, for instance, like road track or Winnebago, you know, they'll take like a stock Mercedes or Ford or, or whatever it may be. They'll take it, you know, do the build on it. And sometimes what we'll find is that they will, you know, add air conditioning, plumbing lines in and underneath the leaf springs. So what's on our application guide is not, uh, doesn't take that into account. And a lot of times, you know, because of the way our kit sits on top of the springs, 
and then you've got components that run along the sides of the U-bolts and there, you know, there's some different setups. We're not taking that into account. So we get requests for that every day. And you know, we can't put, because there's so many different out there, there's so many different um, aftermarket setups on that. And you know, going back 20 years, you know, there's an infinite number of, of and, and there's just, it wouldn't, you know, the cost benefit for us to put that, put something out there for us isn't there right now. That said, there's, we still fit these vehicles every day. And it's just the process is a little bit different. We may come out with some sort of um, more cut and dry process like on our website to be able to identify what your, you know, what your build is and, and to be able to fit that a little bit more easily. So right now, if somebody contacts us and says they have this particular make model of Class B motorhome, uh, we ask them to send us pictures and we have a measurement set up that, they, that we ask them to uh, fill out for us. And then they send it back to us and, and then we can say whether or not we can fit it. So we, we've got like a template that allows us to identify whether or not we have the clearance necessary for, for our product to fit. And then which, you know, which components or combination of components is going to be the stock uh, that's on our application guide is going to be a modification of that. That aside, you know, fitment aside from a benefit standpoint, a very similar benefit to like, kind of going back to, you know, back in the 2000s you work on all those 15 passenger vans, you get really significant benefits. Again, when it comes to the stability of that vehicle, not just, you know, keeping it from all that extra weight that's on that leaf spring, not just some of the time, but all the time is going to lead to a lot of leaf spring wear and tear. So our product's going to work to strengthen that and, and work to, you know, reduce a lot of that bounce or, you know, kind of going over, if you're going over like a lot of the ridges in the roadway, that, that kind of thing. So from a functionality standpoint, works great. It's just, you know, the getting your hands on one is going to be require a little bit more work on your end to for us to be able to fit it. And does does that go the same for the class C's that are built on, say, like an E350 or E450? We only fit one ton and less right now. So like your class C's, like the E450s, we're not going to be able to fit. The leaf spring packs are much, much thicker. So you're looking at different angles of our of our axle connecting bracket as a, as a rule right now, we don't, yeah, we don't fit like your class C's typically. Okay. I was just curious. You used a term earlier that I'm, I'm not quite sure what it means. It's a axle wrap. Can you mm-hmm. tell us what that is and, and how the Roadmaster active suspension helps prevent that? Axle wrap is typically seen on a, on a lot of uh, most popular. You would probably see it on diesels. Uh, that push out a lot of low end torque. It really causes the axle to, to kind of twist. So the leaf springs bind up. And so the, the leaf springs bind up and kind of a lot of times you get multiple different results. You get, typically it's results in like a, um, like a release or like a shutter, like a sudden shutter and loss of traction. Traditionally, you've got traction or ladder bars that, you know, that uh, can weld to the frame or bolt to the frame to hold that axle in place. Now our product kind of almost does the opposite to hold, to hold that leaf spring in their arch position and to hold that leaf spring and stabilize that leaf spring to keep it from going from snap or to, from going into an S shape and snapping back or from, from shuttering up or, or binding up. That's one of the, that's one of the things that our product is, is, you know, used for a lot of guys with uh, for instance, drag racers, as a rule, you've got to put a traction, you know, those guys typically put a, put a traction bar on 
to stop that from happening. Back in around 2000, I think I mentioned before 2012, there was a lot of the effort, maybe it was 2011, 2012, right, right in that, right in that uh, range. But a lot of the uh, the guys uh, with F-150s really came to our attention on the F-150 forum. Guys were experiencing an issue similar to that, and it was related to a drive. I believe it was a driveline issue. Long story short, they came to us and were just curious if if our product would would work on it. We we you know got those. We got one of the guys. He one of the guys tried it out. It didn't, it didn't get rid of everything, you know, being honest, it, it didn't get rid of everything from, you know, what he was saying, it, 78% got rid of it, 70, 80% of, of the ax rep he was experiencing. You know, you see it from guys that are um, typically from guys that are on the, on the racetrack using it that way. But then also a lot of guys experience it that have lifted trucks because you put a block in there. It, that block almost acts like a lever. Again, a lot of guys, that's why a lot of, you'll see a lot of, guys running with with the big old you know SEMA type trucks that you know they, they put you know the traction bars under there or the ladder bars under there and some guys like the look of it but um, but then also it's really to help with that you know to help with that um, axle wrap so our product helps with that and the reason that somebody might want to go with our product versus like a, a you can run both of it at the same time if you want to go you know overkill but the reason that some people might, may want to go with our product on that is because yes it's going to help get rid of that that issue but then also, you know, the other benefits that you get, especially guys with lifted trucks, you get a higher, you know, higher center of gravity. You might experience a little bit more, you know, sway, or, or I should say not necessarily sway, but body roll, a little bit more bounce. It depends on how hard you drive your truck also. Depends on, you know, where, where you're at, if you're in the hills or something like that. So if you want, if you're looking for more than just, yes, you want to get a product that's going to get rid of your axle wrap, but if you want a product that's also going to, help you with your everyday driving, make, you know, making it, um, you know, accelerate a little bit better, going on curves and corners better, reduce the bounce. They may want to look at our product as an alternative to like a, a traditional traction bar. Or, you know, if, again, you know, a lot of guys, they, they may experience that they use their truck as an everyday driver. They may also tow with it. So you're going to get that benefit at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say that our product is going to inherently going to solve that problem any better than, say, like a traction bar. But it's what you're getting, what you know, kind of the other things, even though you may not necessarily want it or be looking for that right away. But if you're ever going to tow with your truck, you know, you're going to be ready for it. It's going to kick in when you need it. If you want a little bit better driving experience or going around curves and corners, balance that kind of, you know, you may want to invest your money in, in, in the product. So. For somebody that's interested in purchasing the Roadmaster Active Suspension, uh, you had mentioned that you deal with a lot of dealers, but should they go to your website first and find out? Do you have like some type of program there that can tell them if it fits their vehicle? If it doesn't fit, does it give them like a store locator or anything like that? Yeah, so uh, we try to make it as easy as possible for the customer that's coming to our website to purchase the product. So whatever's most convenient for them. First thing is we've got a kit selector on our website. Go to go to the kit selector, enter your your make model. You can find the kit that's right for your vehicle. Uh, we also have a dealer locator on our website. Um, that's going to just you know enter your zip code. It's going to find you a uh, going to find a dealer that's closest to you. Obviously, we're actively working to beef that up and, and make it even easier if you're looking to get the product locally. And then we've also have we also have our online resellers uh, such as eTrailer.com sells our product. Great deal. They've got some great videos and great content on our product. Some other online resellers like Summit Racing and uh, also a, 
availability on Amazon for some products, and and we're looking at uh, we're working on uh, building uh, availability for full line of products on Amazon as well. You know, really, if if you're looking, especially if you're looking to install a uh, or looking to have somebody install it for you, definitely recommend going to one of our dealers. If you're definitely, if you're, you know, want to support local business, highly recommend going to one of our lo- uh, local dealers as well. Also, if you have a an over a stock overload spring on your truck and you don't want to mess with the U-bolts or anything like that, definitely recommend going to a local dealer. But other than that, we want to make it as easy as possible for anybody to purchase the kit and, and whatever is going to be most convenient for them. Have you heard of it voiding any factory warranties or anything like that? No. So yeah, that's, that's one of the most common misconceptions in the aftermarket industry. Still, we still get asked it probably not as common as what we did a few years ago. The FTC issued a uh, bulletin uh, maybe almost 10 years ago now that kind of clarified that it's, it's illegal for dealerships or any other service center to avoid a warranty or deny coverage just because they use like an aftermarket product or, or a specialty product, which, you know, we, ours would, would fall under. They, they really, they've got to demonstrate or the responsibility is on the local, on that, on them to demonstrate that that specialty or aftermarket product caused a failure or caused a particular problem. And even after, even if they do, do, uh, prove that they all other products are still under war or all other parts on the vehicle are still under warranty to our knowledge our, our product has never voided any sort of, sort of warranty or anything like that that's i mean that's still a question that we get asked every day it's still sometimes we see comments on you know thinking that's going to avoid warranty but yeah that's 100 false that's a good question sean i didn't even think about that yeah, I, f- I figured we would get asked the question in our, like, as a comment on our podcast, which is why I, I thought maybe we should ask it up front because I'm sure it'll come at some point. Yeah, it's the the Magnuson Moss Act is the name, I guess, of the bill, and and then there's still you know there's a lot of legalese and and stuff like that that then a layman person it's hard to you know interpret. So it was really helpful that they're still they're still. Um, on this on SEMA's website, there is clarification uh, around that. It's some if you do a search for Magnus and Moss Act on SEMA's website, I'm sure you'd be able to find it. That um, that we still you know reference anytime somebody asked. What about the uh, warranty on the Roadmaster Active Suspension? What what type of warranty do you guys provide for it? Yeah, so uh, we've got a five year warranty on the product. Uh, up until uh, maybe a year or two ago, it was, it was a two year warranty, but just really looking at it for the amount of truly not like the amount of warranty claims that we get and how well the product holds up, you know, there's no reason for, for us to not have a more robust warranty. So, um, you know, five years is, you know, really, and what we, what we tell people is um, it should be on there, you know, expected to be on there for the life that you have your vehicle. If there's a war, we're not sticklers about, you know, again, going back to we're great, you know, great company, great group of people, great ownership. Um, so we're even that at that we're not sticklers about, you know, if it's six years out or something like something, something were to happen like that. So I think it's it's up there close to I, I think with the industry for people that maybe have a motorhome and they tow their pickup truck, and then they take their pickup truck off roading and things like that. Is there any advantages or disadvantages of having the Roadmaster active suspension? 
for people that like off-road, they, they consider them, RVers consider them their toys. Is there any yeah. advantage or disadvantage for them to have this on their toys? So we, we strongly discourage from like uh, extreme off-roading because it's going to, our, our product will uh, to an extent limit extreme uh, spring, leaf spring articulation. For general trail riding product, great. It's very, like, very similar going back to the original design again these guys were driving in the bush. So they were not, you know, driving in normal, you know, road conditions. So product work can work, still work, work great in that. You may notice a little bit better. Um, you're going over some of like the, if you're going through like a kind of a ribbed roadway or like um, some of the, like the potholes, you may nor- notice a little bit better absorption, you know, improvement of, of that excessive rebound that you might get in that. I'm not like into like off-roading or anything like that, but uh, maybe one day, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I wouldn't say that's necessarily something that we've received a, a ton of feedback or something that personally that we like go and, and proactively do at this point. Nolan, I think that is all of our questions. Is there anything you feel that we might've missed or that you want to add to the conversation? No, um, I think um, that pretty much covered, covered everything that um, I needed to say. Easy enough. All right. Thank you. Thanks to Nolan for talking to us about the Roadmaster Active Suspension. It seems like an easy way to improve the ride of your tow vehicle. Like he said, set it and forget it. Low maintenance is the way to go when possible, given all of the other maintenance required when RVing. We would like to thank our sponsor, Battleborn Batteries, for making the show possible and providing great batteries for RVers and boaters. Did you know that you can tell your smart home device to play beyond the wheel? For example, if you have a Google Nest Hub, you can just say, hey, Google, play Beyond the Wheel podcast. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you in two weeks. This episode is brought to you by Battleborn Batteries, the best name in the RV and marine industry. These lithium batteries are designed and assembled in the USA, backed by a 10-year warranty. The best solution for your battery anxiety. So go check them out at battlebornbatteries.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.